0: to make you motivated they'll give you oh if you finish this in time i'll give you the next one will be from one piece wow, or i'm so cool. afraid they're like yeah like one of mine's like oh if you finish in time you'll do sasuke's um like sasuke <laughs> from naruto like the cloak and wow. i'm like oh yeah i'm wow. doing sasuke okay. the deadline if you do it properly you will set a margin because yeah. after all we're doing creative things we're accounting that we will have the great idea in the right moment mm. in the next week do not fall in the trap of thinking that working for someone else is stable.
1: Welcome back to the Animator Guild podcast, the podcast for aspiring animators and artists, where we talk about the creative process, respond to audience questions, and expand on ideas which can't fit into a short YouTube video. What are some of the challenges of working in the anime industry as a foreigner? What is it like to travel to Japan, learn the language, live there, and work through the education system, this week, I've interviewed Mar Expositor, an up and coming animator from Barcelona, who is living and working in Tokyo. She has a YouTube channel where she documents her animation production process, as well as interviews with veterans of the anime industry. I like her story and the conversation we had was eye opening. So after listening to this podcast, make sure you check out her channel and subscribe. OK, let's start the podcast. Thanks for- coming on to the podcast. I, it's really cool to be talking to you, finally.
0: Thank you, really. Um, I'm just, I just wish I can help your audience have more information about these topics. There's not much around there about Japan animation. It's like taboo.
1: Yeah, I, I really think you can. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I think a lot of people have it as an aspiration to go to Japan and to to learn from in Japan or or to work in Japan, and you're like you're closer to a lot of that than than most of us are, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I was one of them, sort of. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm really surprised I didn't get it by my own choice, but yeah, of course, as you know, I'm not I haven't worked in the animation industry directly, but I got really 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 close and have some contacts, so yeah. hopefully. get to a nice
1: conversation yeah from like from my view over here i think you did a lot of the right moves like um for example i think your interviews are a really good way not only to to learn about the the industry from people working in there but also to to network with them
0: absolutely i mean i'm (laughs) Just this morning, I was uh, editing my latest interview yeah. a, to a background artist. He's been my teacher uh, for yeah, the two years I was in animation school. Um, he's he's my favorite at backgrounds. I shouldn't say that. Okay. Yeah. Because I have two teachers. But <laughs> and t- just today, I learned that he was drawing in the animation of one of my favorite anime or manga. And I was like, how the hell did I work with this person and not even know he's like one of my genius.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, you learn a lot about doing this.
1: Yeah, because I think, um, yeah, most people, that's, that's one of the hardest parts is actually finding a contact, someone they know who's already working in there, someone who can vouch for yes. them and say, yeah, this person does good work. So uh, what have you been? what have you been up to recently?
0: Um, well, I've been in a quite complicated year, let's say, mm. uh, setting some, setting some, uh, personal stuff, but precisely because of that, I never wanted to, uh, stop drawing, stop creating. I've been doing a comic on the side of everything and almost burned out to be mm. honest. All oh, right.
1: right. Is that windy lightning? So,
0: well, exactly. So right now we're in a very critical moment, we're showing, we're having a campaign to see if uh, it will continue or not. Mm. But the studio will continue, I will continue creating, uh, however, whether it's animation or animation of Windy Lightning, whether I have financial margin or not, things like that, it will really depend on this campaign. So I'm very excited to know how it will evolve, whatever it is, I'll work with it. Mm. So. It's a very critical moment right now.
1: Is there one that you prefer? Do you prefer um, do you prefer comics, manga, or do you prefer animation? Or is it that they both have different strengths and weaknesses?
0: Um, I'm more up to animation. I started this comic because I wasn't able to do animation on my own, or right. so I thought. Yeah. Um, but then I really grew to love this story, and I'd like it to be, if not... The full thing I'm doing, I has to be part of my day, because it really brings me joy. <laughs> That's so good. even if it's like some part of the weekend, of the week, it's I need to be in touch with my characters. <laughs> but yeah, I'm more to I'm more to animation. If I can just make a movie of them, then that would be like the ideal orgasm of my life, like, oh, yes. <laughs> life life okay, orgasm. It sounds, very, it, it sounds very bad, it sounds very bad, but that's a life dream. No, that's a good way to describe <laughs> it, it I think,
1: like a big achievement, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely, that will be the way.
1: So would you say you're, like, you're very close to your characters, you, you feel like you know them personally?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I almost cried when I was... I mean, uh, Wind is the comic and so on, but at some point I did a short animation... Of it Return the favor, yeah. And the yeah. first time I saw Wendell, my main character, running, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, he's <laughs> alive!
1: He's here!" He's alive. And then,
0: yeah, he's alive. And then going to the uh, audio recording sessions with the voice actors, and then he spoke. <laughs> just like I can't, I can't. I like he's literally breathing. I don't know. It's it oh. was incredible. Like i just I just I have to do it again have to do it again. Yeah. I almost like I would have to do it again.
1: I I want to say as well I I watched Return the Favor and I really really liked it. I thought it was it was really nice. So great job on that.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> it was it was a difficult first one? <laughs>
1: And it's cool that that was like a... a was that a second-year project?
0: Uh, It was my uh, thesis, let's say, from oh, the two-year animation.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah,
0: like, in the second year, you're really focused on creating your animation in a group, so...
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's, a, it's at a standard where I think a lot of people wouldn't expect that to be... um, be, like, one that you made during a course, you know, like... It would be more like a thing once you've graduated or something, so... I think it's, uh, yeah, it's a really good achievement.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> I won't say it was easy, but yeah, it has room for improvement too.
1: Yeah, but it's worth it, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after I finished, I just wanted to rest and go away, but just let us some days go and you want to do it again. That's when you know it's a passion.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it is important to have that rest maybe and to, to celebrate as well, you know, like to have it mm. seen by, by the people you want to see it and yeah, do that before you just move on to the next thing because otherwise uh, there's no closure to all that hard work.
0: Exactly. I mean, you have to see that you gave the message. Like in my case, every piece I create has to have some message. Mm. So saying that it resonated for some people, they understood what I wanted to say. Like I communicated, that's my closure, I mm. guess.
1: Things. I really like that video where you kind of say <laughs> you, you kind of list out five things that you they're, they're almost like rules for making animations. Yeah
0: it's my it's my five values.
1: Yeah I've written them down here for, for just because I um, <laughs> wanted to take some notes, I wanted to come prepared. So like the first one is life-changing values.
0: Uh-huh correct. Okay uh, life-changing messages in this case would be that we we all learn from stories. That's not that's not new. That's how our parents teach us. That's how we learn from realities like an experience happens and we mo- want to move forward. Then stories catch a lot of attention, and I just feel it's a pity or a shame that a story either doesn't show anything, has no purpose, mm. or at the contrary shows something that will be harmful for the audience. Yeah. So obviously uh, I will not have the answers for everything or for everyone for that matter. Everyone has their opinions, but if I have to create something it better has a purpose. And in this case it would be a message that I believe it could be impactful and help someone.
1: Mm. That's an interesting thing because um, I think that of course we, we can see all over the place in our media where, the wrong messages are getting out about things like mm-hmm. pro, pro-military, pro-war, uh, for, for one example. But exactly. at the same time, I think even a, a film with good moral values and moral messages still needs to, it can't shy away from those topics. Like, you might have to feature that in there, but not, mm-hmm. not uh, indicate that that thing is a good thing.
0: Exactly. Of course, everything will be personal, uh, like, what you think is good, I think I could think is bad, or we'll get to something that I think I'm communicating something right. For example, I'm communicating that, uh, let's say, a classic example, you see the bad guy is smoking, mm. and you're trying to say, no, smoking is bad, but then if the bad guy is really, really cool, yeah, and has, like, very smart ideas, then is it bad, or is it cool to smoke? Yeah. Is it just like being a rebel? So you have to be very, very careful in that, but at the same time not overthinking. Like try to make it as clear as you can, at least the main thing, like the main story, whether it yeah. is, I don't know, advertisement and it's buy my product because it will help you. Yeah. Or make me money. Or I don't know.
1: Yes. Yeah. Or maybe it's, have it's a tricky, scene. But... Have a scene where the bad guy has to run up a flight of stairs. And he gets to the top and he's just there for ages trying to catch his breath back because he smokes. Exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's how you get like, oh, wait, that wasn't that good, right? Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. There's like, it's like coughing. Like it coughs and then, you know, like you see the mouth is like very black or something <laughs> that you would not appreciate. Like the design is very important here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people <laughs> that isn't something they've yet, come to as a conclusion they they're more just like okay how do i make this thing look cool how do i do this cool fight scene where this character beats up this other character but they don't think they don't take a step further than that which is like what's the effect of this going to be on the people who watch it
0: exactly like is it cool fighting yeah like, is it good to, like, smash everyone's, like, someone's... Like, think of, I don't know, let's say a show that's recently ended with many opinions about it, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, it has uh, various violent scenes where sometimes you can see that, okay, that that hurts just seeing it, mm. honestly. Yeah. But then if your character you love does something, even if it's, like, you would know that, oh, my, like, generally, naturally, neutrally, this is really, really... Uh, gross or heartful or whatever. If your own like the character you love does that, yeah, yeah, that's not the same message. That's not the same story. So it's, it's very difficult. Again, you have you don't have to overthinking as long as at least the main thing stays consistent. But yeah, you have to think about that. It's not just like okay, this. How do I make this seem more cool? It's like what are you communicating here?
1: Yeah. Also, an interesting character is one. That isn't just one hundred percent good or one hundred percent bad, but they've got a mix of exactly. both.
0: Mm-hmm. They have
1: like often they have a dark side. They have demons which they're trying to, they're trying to, uh, face internally.
0: And that's how you relate to them as well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because they have some quote unquote imperfection. It's it's a lot of you cannot go too deep on there, or you will not create anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. You can't just uh, like think, Oh, I need to make the perfect story, and then
0: yeah, (laughs) then you never it it happens to me in some cases. So, yeah, it's just like it has to be thought at least.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the thought that counts. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, just uh, more on those five. So, like the second one is Mm -hmm. that you respect people's time. Mm And I think Correct. that's that's really uh, a, a great thing, because we know that, I think, ev- anyone who watches anime <laughs> knows that there's a bit of an <laughs> epidemic of filler episodes.
0: Oh, dear, yes. <laughs> and think about all these poor animators creating a story <laughs> that people doesn't even want to see. Why would you do that? I'm so sorry. I have all my uh, compassion for them, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> why? Yeah, they have a job, but Why? <laughs>
1: Yeah, they must be working on it and thinking, I I don't know why we're doing this. Like, this isn't a good, this isn't a good episode. yeah.
0: Yeah. Or also, it also gives actually freedom for the newbies. Oh, really? Because it's more relaxed. Yeah. Like, have you, I noticed some occasions where the filler content doesn't have the same level of efficacy because, for example, they will put like the, they will give the best scenes to the most veteran artist, for example, a fight that's that was epic in the manga oh, okay, and yeah. everyone's waiting for it, they will try to give it to the most veteran. Yeah. So, on the contrary, the newbies will get like some other things that are not as uh, expected. Like, yeah. They don't have so much high expectations. So. Okay. But still, that. no, no, I'm not, I'm not a fan of filler content. Yeah. It may have some purpose, but yeah, <laughs> no.
1: Well, I think that that kind of. Um... When you make animations without filler content, that kind of helps both people. It helps the audience, but it also helps the animators because it means you, you can just cut everything down to size where you're only doing the best work and you're leaving yes, out everything else. you get the
0: quality, absolutely. And you have more people engaged, which leads to hopefully more monetary uh, results as well, which is what... Something that producers care about is money. Yeah. So maybe it's because I'm a reader and consumer myself that I really care about this. Mm. It hurts me when you're like watching and then it's like, oh no, is it that recap uh summary yeah. animation <laughs> chapter and I come rushing from home from school to see this? <laughs> ouch! Ouch, ouch. <laughs> yeah. Why? But yeah. <laughs> Or things start not making sense, um, inconsistencies. That can happen at any story, to be honest. But it's more usually in filler content. The longer you make it, the more likely you'll have quote mistakes in the plot and so on.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And I, I get, yeah, I hear it all the time, the, the criticism with uh, shows, but it seems particularly to be a, a thing that that Japanese studios seem to do, and I'm wondering if that's part of their economic model to sell more advertisements.
0: Oh, the filler content.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it, I believe it's more about um, the ma- like the animation catching up with the manga.
1: Oh, really?
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I found it in various cases. Um, actually, in the past, there was more filler content because they did like series as long as the manga, but actually. Uh, seasons are becoming shorter. Before we had like seasons of animation that were like 26, 23 chapters each season. So 23 chapters of that anime in a year. But lately it's reducing to like 12, sometimes even 10 uh. chapters. Uh, so it's more like they're reducing, like in this case they're reducing the content from the manga and then coming to an end, if it didn't bring enough money, even in a more rush way, because the manga hasn't ended, it's long and it's doing well, but yeah. they have to stop the anime, so it just deviates and creates this alternative ending. So it's a right. whole new situation, but yeah, a filler content is—it's always about money and reality, let's say. Um, or some, in few cases, it really expands very well. And mm. it helps relax the audience, because nothing important can happen, right? <laughs> I suppose, <laughs> Sorry <yeah>. but no. <laughs> so, like, you can develop more of the characters, you can... I mean, that's what I enjoy, actually, from my mind, is when I do filler content, it's in the form of extras between the chapters, when I have the opportunity to relax, to show different messages, try a new style. Right. But then it's, I'm trying to give something extra as entertainment, but not as... Mm. this is not the main story you're not here for this this isn't literally an extra I'm calling this an extra yeah sort of thing so yeah it really depends on how you do it I guess or how the expectations are set I don't know I think I deviated from the question no
1: no that was yeah, that was a very good <laughs> answer yeah I mean I learned something there for sure I didn't I didn't know that it was uh, for catching up with the manga yeah so I
0: don't think it's always the case but at least a few times I noticed yeah yeah it was it
1: was right yeah well um yeah and then we've got not supporting racism war drugs gambling kind of thing for point number three you made Mm -hmm. which i think we've already covered but yeah that's uh i think that's a good one um and number four deadlines i think this is really interesting because most people when they think of deadlines they kind of uh they don't maybe they don't take them seriously and they feel like it's something that other people force on them to to do deadlines, and if they had it their way, they would never meet their deadlines?
0: Yes, but think about it. Uh, Animation, comics, they're stories. They're Mm. communication, right? And to communicate, you need people's trust. Mm. How can you trust someone if they don't do what they say they're going to do?
1: Absolutely. I
0: I I mean, at least trying to, or with some mistakes, like we're still human, but um that's that's how I set a relationship with any viewer and readers like I'm really trying yeah I'm really trying my best and you
1: you set your own deadlines
0: yeah Yeah. yes yeah
1: yeah I kind of have the same thing yeah like from my world it's commercial animation like just clients come to me and uh, commission me to to make their animations for them and for Mm -hmm. that I I have the same kind of thing where if I say I'm going to do it, I I have to do it, and I'll like drag myself over the finish line if I have to, but I will.
0: Of course, it's your it's your order, it's your own branding. Mm. It's whether you'll have more or less clients in the future, and so on. I believe you will have like situations where, like, I wish I told them I would take longer or yeah more time or something like that, but.
1: I suppose that's why it's important to to calculate it properly in the agreement or whenever you decide to set mm-hmm. that deadline.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, the deadline thing sounds like scary and negative, but the deadline, if you do it properly, you will set a margin. Because yeah. after all, we're doing creative things. We're accounting that we'll have the great idea in the right moment mm. in the next week, for example. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to give yourself certain margin. So for mm. example, sometimes I have the comic, uh, I know literally I'll have it finished by, um, let's say by Halloween I'm sure I'll have it, but when I tell my readers all will you'll have it in winter. Mm. If I finish it early as I plan and everything goes well, it's fine, but then if something emergency happens in my family, if things don't go as expected, if I, I don't know, some backup doesn't work anything I still have the margin and yet I could still say like hey guys actually this happened Um, and as soon as I know I'll tell them actually the comic will be delayed because whatever so it's just setting the expectations over and over and communicating it's not just the deadline itself it means that you'll have comics every week yeah but actually saying I'll keep in touch with you so you know what you can expect from me the actual meaning
1: and how uh, how important do you think it is to split up big pieces of content into smaller pieces so that people can uh, keep coming back maybe once every week or so
0: videos comics in general
1: yeah like anything you're putting out there on the internet is that that seems to be something you do it's uh, like with your interviews you've also split them into smaller pieces
0: Mm mm-hmm um, I think of how, uh, like, sometimes I ask them directly. So in this case, the interview, I ask in my Patreon, okay, do you want a big interview once or do you want, like, smaller videos where there are topics? And they ask, we tell. Like, actually, I had one vote, but I make it count. They said they want a smaller piece uh, of content.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Uh, so it, in this specific case, is because of that. But in general, I try to have content content going out in consistent basis in the sense of also... Branding and keeping in touch think of having friends mm. or having a spouse or a, a significant other. Let's say uh Yeah, my kids a husband. I cannot just tell him. I love you 25 times in a day and then just <laughs> the rest of the month is like I don't have to talk to you. I already told you this month <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't work like that. It's <laughs> a relationship after all.
1: Yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah, So yeah, your fifth one is um, being environmentally friendly. And Mm -hmm. you have a workflow, I believe, that's part traditional and part digital. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And is- I'm
0: more digital right now, yeah, but, yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, no, so, um, well, tell me if that's wrong. Like, maybe you can specify what part of your process is traditional and what part is digital.
0: For the environmentally, I still have trouble saying this word into my values. But right. anyway, for the <laughs> <Yeah>. nature, <laughs> um, I try to stay conscious in my daily life in general. Like, mm. I will try to use less plastics, which is not easy in Japan, by the way. You can talk a long mm. time about that. Uh, <laughs> I try to... uh I use more walk other than the escalators, the mechanical stuff. So it's in general, that's how I try to live. And that extends to my company because I really, really, really care about animals and um, the planet and so on. I It will sound terrible, uh, but I want to protect the puppies more than I would want to protect babies. I would, if I'm in a <laughs> like super dangerous situation between the two, most likely I have to protect the baby because society and I, I would do it. I would do it okay but mentally if I have to see like if I have to like wake up very early in the morning and do my best effort I think of puppies <laughs> is that I because they're of, like, the poor no no I mean it could be also sales that are struggling in the ocean because they were strangled because of some plastic of like coca-cola cans right whatever can, like let's not say brands uh, <laughs> um, but yet, yeah, it's, it's something that really thrives me. And in this case, I want to push it into the company because um, the company will set a culture. I still don't know exactly which are the steps that are best, if traditional is actually better than digital or not, for mm. example. Yeah. Uh, if using recycled paper actually consumes more energy in the planet than having a new paper yeah i don't know like we have to research all these things i have to learn a lot i'm on my way yeah but i it's so important for me like honestly that i had to put it in my values and in the future i really want to make sure that i'm giving back to the environment i don't know if it will be planting trees i don't know if it will be cleaning the ocean i don't know if it will be just like how i set the company as an example for others to be sustainable Mm. i have no idea but I have to go that direction, and putting it on my values makes it even more pressuring.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: In this sense, and also makes me connect with other people that would have the same uh, concerns.
1: Yeah. Like you've announced it's a it now. One. So it's yeah. kind of Like it kind of goes back to the other one, where you know now you've announced it, you're you feel accountable for it. Like you have to now do it.
0: Exactly, exactly. In this case, because I'm so sure, it's it's such. A big part of me, I doubt, will have trouble following it. If I don't follow it, it will be because I don't know how to, to be honest. (laughs) Right. But not because I don't have, uh, I don't know, like, the courage or the means or things like that.
1: Yeah. I think the difficulty might be, like, if you were to join a studio or something and they use paper, you know, Mm -hmm. how much power do you have over that company to change their... You know how much paper they use.
0: Oh my god when you are like one of the questions Just you, you send me in advance was about uh, whether in Japan they're still using paper, right?
1: Yeah, yeah
0: It's not just about the paper, you know It's about the cars going up and down picking up all these envelopes. Oh really and shipping it which is other cars. Oh,
1: uh, yeah,
0: it's uh, Yeah, sorry, it's it's, it's a pain
1: <laughs> So maybe you can it's talk a- about a that pillow. so 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 that's one of the the limitations that they have with working on paper, is that they have to hand deliver their keyframes to different exactly. locations.
0: Exactly, like the producer, the producer assistant position, you need to have a car. That's wow. one of the requirements.
1: That's so weird, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely... Like, Imagine being at a class with people that's mostly younger with you than you, actually, yeah, it, everyone was younger than myself in the animation class, discussing about some, a few companies that are turning digital, and everyone against it. Really? Absolutely. Um, I'm not, I'm like, <laughs> it was like, what?
1: <laughs> and why, why do you think that is? Is it because they're uh, uh, it's,
0: not used to the changing software? Changing is or? difficult. Changing is difficult. Changing is costly. Right. Um, The results are not exactly the same. Let's say uh, you have, in traditional, there's a a special touch that you have to work very hard to get in digital sources. Yes, yeah. Digital is beautiful, but you really have to work hard to get this special feeling or texture.
1: That was one of the reasons why I changed to TV paint, was exactly that reason of making it look a little bit more traditional.
0: Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can feel it. So... I felt. I'm telling you the reasons I heard at that moment and what I remember. Yeah. But mostly was that it's like the cost of the change. Uh, that actually, it may not be as cheap as it sounds. Um, people not used to it. Where do you get train animators that do that?
1: Mm.
0: Etc. So they are shifting, but still a lot of traditional here. Yeah. A lot.
1: I suppose on the flip side of that you know, a lot of people see Jap- Japan in particular as a, as a one of the last safe havens of traditional 2D animation, which mm-hmm. is seen as, like, a, a, a good thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Because right. it's not... It, it's moving to digital. A lot of it is um, replaced by CG in the West. So there it's kind of like pe- animators, in particular traditional animators, are... Kind of hoping that japan doesn't move to digital strategies yeah
0: that's where they don't i mean they're trying to change where they see the benefit for example if you see animes about robots and spaceships it's more likely they will try right. to add some cg to it excuse me but in general uh there are still an animosity because of that they're afraid of change and so on and they really appreciate like they they care about how things look they are really great a about the creative part as well the animators themselves and if you want good animators you'll find a lot of them in japan oh yeah i'm sure (laughs) the industry is like the industry is built around the 2d at least aesthetically even if they do it in 3d style they'll try to make it look 2d right
1: yeah i've noticed that yeah okay well that that was a great answer thank you (laughs)
0: <laughs> you're welcome
1: so should we move on to some questions that i've actually prepared for you <laughs> i'm sorry i took you by surprise i'm really enjoying the conversation yeah i i want to try and keep it natural even if i'm just like yeah prompting with questions i don't okay. know go for it <laughs> all right so um yeah what's your what's your background in drawing like what is the earliest or most significant drawing you can remember making
0: Okay, so we'll go very, very back in the past. Very, very back. I'm not that old, but... Imagine uh, a kid uh, that gets picked up from school by their grandma, puts them in the house in the very little town, and the kid just watches cartoons while drawing cartoons.
1: Oh, where That's was me. that town?
0: Um, Santiscla. it's somewhere in Spain.
1: Okay, cool. Somewhere,
0: like, quite rural in the mountains. Yeah. So, there's not many friends, my... I mean... I would have, like, hang out with friends on the weekends or so on or something, but as a child it was me getting out from school, my mom and my dad still working, so my grandma would take care of me, of putting me in front of the TV and me loving it. Just like, sure. imagine me one meter of the big TV with a little table and pencils and everything around. And <laughs> as far as, uh, then we... I had some formation, I'll cut, then you know, but uh, tying it up to my first drawings and so on, there's a little, cute story with a drawing I do not remember, um, but I've been told uh, that that drawing is still in the fridge of my grandpa's house And it's a horse, and apparently they like it because when I was drawing it, apparently I was crying, (laughs) telling my mom not to get, like, take me out yet. (laughs) So it's like, I need to finish this horse, I don't want to go home. And the horse, it's beautiful. And to be honest, it's beautiful. And let's go back to my love for animals. I need to finish this horse. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a cute little one, I guess. I, I don't remember it. I see the drawing. I believe in them. It sounds like me.
1: <laughs> so it's been something <laughs> it, that has, like, you, you've been drawing for a, for a long time, like, since before you can really remember. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I, it's, it's what you make a child do right like just give them some crayons and make them paint i just never stopped Mm. so i never what's interesting though is that i had this mindset maybe from what i heard my family has been always encouraging me but in general uh i had this feeling of if you are an artist you will not have food yeah you won't have money like as a child i don't even know what money is I just know that they (laughs) wouldn't have enough to eat yeah so uh, I tried to skip from there, I tried to think about our careers, like maybe be a translator, working advertisement, things like that, so I shifted, but I never stopped drawing, I thought this is my hobby, this is what I do right, good, so I kept doing it, but then uh, I went back to it, in the end I studied one year in high school, we had some classes related to art, uh, while studying uh, audiovisual, Uh, communication in university basically it was film and television
1: okay yeah
0: Um, I would keep drawing I had a few little informal freelance illustration things (laughs) Uh, like you know like you go to an English academy and they need a poster and you draw it for them like that yeah yeah (laughs) that's how you get it done Uh, or you go to a manga anime convention and start drawing to people to like one euro uh, which is not much it should charge more uh one euro for person, like for the portrait of the face and so on. <laughs> and go for it. Um then after university I spent one year, let's say gap year where I studied English, Japanese and I went to uh like let's say an academy where I had some hours a week where I studied character design and concept art. So I was right. really getting ready. In that point I was already being myself, okay, I want to be an animator work in Japan. I want to be, especially I wanted to do character design. That Mm. was my, my interesting point. What I told myself. And
1: what, what age do you think you were, if if you'd mind me asking about your age, like, um, what age do you think you were when you, when you made that decision that you wanted to, to work in Japan and, and to go into that Uh, line of work?
0: Let's say that I didn't know what Japan was. When I decided.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, so I saw the cartoons in television, right? And for me, these, someone told me this is Asia, this is China. I had no idea.
1: Right. I just knew oh. I wanted to
0: do that, but I wouldn't, I would not admit it for myself. I would say, no, if you draw, you will have no food.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Sort of thing. So it was always that. It's just a, at some point, slowly, it's like, okay, maybe instead of translation, you can do advertisement. Maybe if you do advertisement, how about you do, uh, Television advertisement, so it's videos at least. You get closer to what you like and from videos you go advertisement you go to film, it's like come on, I'm doing film, let's just at least do animation. So it I just flew back to it gradually.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Admitting by myself what I really wanted until it's like, okay, let's let's just go to Japan. <laughs> let's just do <laughs> wow. it. I just I have all the support really. It was just a mindset of fear.
1: Right. So, what did your family think of that? Did they... I'm I'm guessing they helped you with it?
0: Um... Yes, most of uh, Emotionally, yes. My mom was always, uh, let's say, one step behind, like saying, okay, she'll go to... she'll work to ja- for Japan, but she'll still be home.
1: Right, or right. Or maybe
0: she'll go to Japan sometimes, and at some point yeah. it's like, okay, she's going, sort of thing. Yeah. So, it had to be gradual. But, yeah, they, they were always uh, positive of me in this case. Uh, they never never stopped me. They believed on me in my drawings and so on. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, well, she's going to try it, so we better support her, I guess.
1: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> like, so for anyone who... To, to help anyone who does want to make mm-hmm. that step and or at least try it, what would be what's the first thing they've got to do? Like, is there a website they can go on to, 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 to book? Or is there, should they start by learning Japanese? Like, what should they do for the very first thing?
0: All right, let's go to the hassle part. Okay. Let's get serious here. Um, when you're in Japan and you want to, let's say, work in the animation industry, something I didn't do, I did the... I did just right before that, as you know, but if you want to work in innovation in Japan, um, you'll have lots of competition of Japanese people, right? right? Uh, which means that you need to get at least at their same level. So, yes, number one, start learning Japanese. To right. understand them, how they work, how they think. Like, when you study a new language, you'll start thinking how they think. You'll start to understand mm. them. Um, So that would be one thing. You can start it whenever you want. Uh, I suggest learning Japanese in Japan, of course, and for that I can give you a website uh, that will help them find a Japanese school in Japan. But they can start as soon as... they should start as soon as they can. But uh, there's also another thing uh, that will capitalize you and it's drawing. So uh, don't wait until you're in Japan to start doing art or things that interest you. It could Mm. be production that you're interested in, it could be background, but do that already because here again, when uh, a company here, where immigration needs to give you a visa or the company needs to sponsor you for a visa, again, you are in disadvantage.
1: Right, yeah.
0: So the better you start, um, the best, The the more chances you have. It's, it would still be possible, most likely, but you'll have more chances when you enter to that animation school or when you throw away your CV, you're already good.
1: Right. Still yeah. Competing. And that's something anyone can do wherever they are. Yeah. They can, they can exactly. start drawing. They can exactly. start learning to, to start... draw.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something I did for myself and it really benefited me out. I would have not been able to get to the point where I was like, let's say um am I was... I got the degree, like the award of being the best of the class.
1: Yeah, that's great. Um, That's really good.
0: Like from these 20 people, uh, I got like the top degree, but from the start, I already was in a top level of drawing. Not top, but different levels, everyone, but you could see that the people that would have had drawn before, they had a chance to animation companies. The other ones... They struggle more, right? And yeah. And for the few that got in, I know from a few that are not there anymore. And we're okay. talking about one year, so it's it's tough, it's tough. The better you start, yeah. the smoother it is. And it's um, what we said about saying "I love you." Like you cannot do in just in one day.
1: Yeah. So so with the drawing as well, mm-hmm. the style of drawing. Do you learn like you have to learn to draw? The human figure. Do you have to already know how to draw in an anime style? Is that an essential thing for learning or do they teach you that in, in school? How does that work?
0: That's a very very interesting question that I, I would have also not known before and it really surprised me to discover this. <laughs> this. But, um, so in my case, in the animation school, let's give some background, I was there for two years, it's a vocational school, people that just graduate from high school goes there generally. For people from Japan. Right. is their next step instead of university. And for foreigners, they should normally come just right after some Japanese school.
1: Yeah.
0: Like Japanese language school. So they put you there and then you have all these practical classes. I never had to write, really. It was just drawing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Or
0: editing or everything. Uh, We would have like a few classes about, uh, let's say, fundamentals like perspective, uh, an actual drawing like having a model and trying to go there with like the soft pencils and shadows and everything. Yeah. And then we would have all these classes, classes of animation where they would give you the keyframes and you have to figure out by yourself the things inside. the ah. In-betweens. Which means that by doing that you will be drawing an animation style. Ah, right. They didn't have to teach it to you, you just have to guess it. But for example, let's say one of the first assignments was uh, to make a character jump Yeah. or walk. So if you don't understand how... Of, of course the teacher will tell you, okay, like, for walk, what, what's the first thing? Okay, first you incline your body to the front, so you create a disbalance, and then when you put the foot in the front, you don't fall, and then continue yeah. walking, blah, blah, blah. So they will explain you some things. But if you don't know how to draw, like you don't know like the position of a knee, you don't know that. Like this is the ankle, this is the this is the head, the, the head should be like in a line with blah, blah, blah. These yeah. things. If you don't know them, you don't understand them, then you will struggle. So it was nice to have like these contours when they will teach you like, okay, these are the fundamentals, we'll have a model and so on. Yeah. So you had the opportunity to learn from fundamentals of drawing human body and all these things and then on the other side you just go animate just do in-betweens mm. you start with the easiest in-betweens ever and then it gets more complicated you have to figure more out okay someone is waving a hand and you start thinking about timing you start thinking about okay like uh, the elbow yeah the bone shape like or like the um like the folds of the cloth. Yeah. So that's really, really, really practical. They never teach you, like, this is manga style or this is an anime style. You just need to understand and be able to do the task, which will be when you enter to an animation studio, you have to do in-betweens. That's yeah. where you start. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. better you do in-betweens, good. Then that's what they will give you, do in-betweens. <laughs> that's <laughs> really interesting. You figure yeah, out yeah. How the, yeah how, if you figure out fast enough how the body works, that's good for you. You'll be able to continue.
1: Yeah, because I honestly wasn't <laughs> sure if they... In Japan, they teach you how to do it in a, in a stylized way or what. But that, that exercise of the the teacher giving you the keyframes already to in-between, mm-hmm. that's something that... I, I went to university in here in England. And that particular exercise, we never were given keyframes. We always made our own keyframes. But we had... Yeah, other than that, we had very similar kind of uh, structure to our learning, I suppose.
0: I see. I mean, I I have no idea. I never studied animation. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah. But it really surprised me when we did that. It's like, oh, my God. Like, they're not teaching me anime style. They just give me keyframes from, like, the teachers are, they work for the animation industry right now. So they will just give you any old keyframes they have, they made some time, and make you practice with them. So, you will learn from different anime styles directly. Anime styles that are that were in market a few years ago or are in market now, sometimes to make you motivated. They'll give you, oh, if you finish this in time, I'll give you the next one, will be from One Piece.
1: Wow, or that's so cool. Freddy,
0: they're like, yeah, like one of mine's like, oh, if you finish in time, you'll do Sasuke's, um, like Sasuke <laughs> from Naruto, like the cloak. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm doing wow. Sasuke. Okay, that must so have been
1: so like exciting. That.
0: I was, I'm not even a super fan of that. I wasn't at the moment, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, oh my God, like they, uh, uh, they're, uh, I'm doing the actual frames that then it's like, oh yeah, this frame is in this chapter. It's like, oh my God. Wow. So you're like, they train you for the job. Like animation is just another regular job in Japan.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, wow. So, uh, yeah, just uh, what was your, what was that institution, that school that, so just so that if if anyone thinks I want to do that exact thing where mm-hmm. uh, where could they go for that
0: um this one is uh Tokyo Design Academy. I can right. give you the link later so you can yeah on yeah Google okay Google i can I can put the link in the description, yeah, yeah. it's Tokyo Design Semongakko. but yeah, it sounds like both English and I will not say it's very foreigner or friendly, right. Like, you really have to go with Japanese only. The teachers will not know a word in English.
1: Right, right. So did so, you... Um, well, some words, but... That raises an interesting question because you are Spanish, is it? Catalan?
0: Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. and From you Barcelona. also speak
1: English, which is pretty amazing that... So you must be <laughs> trilingual.
0: Uh, Four, if you count Japanese.
1: Four, wow, yeah, that's Catalan, amazing.
0: Spanish, English, Japanese. Yeah, wow. I, I don't. I'm I'm bad at all of them, to be honest. Like my Spanish and Catalan lower their level since I speak more often English and Japanese. Mm. So now it's it's very difficult for me to talk right now to you in just one language.
1: Right. It requires.
0: Wow. I'm trying to put inside Japanese and Spanish words. It's not easy. <laughs> <crazy>. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, because
1: you got like four languages in your head, or somehow fitting in there. <sighs>
0: Yeah, and then drawing would is like another language. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't know how to communicate anymore.
1: <laughs> I imagine drawing would at least occupy a different, maybe a different area of the brain, maybe.
0: Yeah, but that's when you're talking to someone. Don't they do normally gestures with their hands? That's like I suppose the they do. Part, yeah. Right?
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. So
0: it's not that far. <laughs> that area is not that far.
1: Uh, so as a foreigner in Japan, did you do you feel like at any point you? were victim of prejudice?
0: Um, interestingly, there's a lot of racism in Japan. Mm. But they don't notice it's racism. Right. So, for example, in my case, uh, maybe you've seen me in videos, most likely, I'm white. And yeah. I look, they would consider me European or American. They'll just think I'm American or maybe French. Okay. Yeah. And they adore American and French in most cases. Ah, okay. So for them, it's like, oh my god, your nose is so big. What? Like th- this, is a compliment. Really? And it's still difficult for me. But oh my god, your face, your head is so small. It's like ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so they're being, uh, they're really admiring me. But at the same point, I'll, I'm not part of them. They're considering me an exotic, interesting.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Person. So. There's uh, there's some cases when it it really hurt me or it was uh, negative mm. for me, being considered like someone different, and so on. But then in most most of the cases when I felt myself being treated differently, it wasn't it wasn't for harm.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it was they did not realize, and things like that. So it's just you have to live with it. You're different. You'll always will be different. They will. Ex- I mean. I've been so blessed and happy. Like my husband, uh, is Japanese, for example, at class. It was interesting because, uh, he went with me someday that we were like showing up, uh, showing like the relation projects and he saw me interact with my classmates, the Japanese ladies. So I was in the club, the, uh, girls group, like the Japanese girls group. Uh And he saw, he was so happy that he saw like, they're treating you really like another one. They're not mm. treating you at all as you're different or anything. They're using like the informal Japanese. And every time you ha- I had a the problem, they would help me because mm. they acknowledge I'm different. They know that if I'm making a mistake because they know me, they're my friends, they know I'm not doing it in bad yeah. feelings. Of course, it it, it took a while. To become the, before they become friends and all this thing, (laughs) but um, in general, once you know each other, yes, you'll have these moments of uh, disconnect, uh, of hurt, of feeling like I'm I'm never part of them, I'm always treated differently, and so on, but then people is people. If they want to help you, uh, if they want to acknowledge you, they will.
1: Mm. Oh, wow. Great insight. Thank you.
0: Ah, now I wanted to say a word in Japanese that doesn't exist in English. Ah! <laughs> like, I don't know if you know, like, Otsukade-sama would be like, uh, good job. Like, it's a word to show that I appreciate that you're working hard. I'd oh, say.
1: okay, right, right. So I, I, Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I speak, uh... like, hardly any Japanese. I only know... Okay. <laughs> I only pick things up from, like... Yeah, honestly, from, from anime. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's how we start. That's how most of us start.
1: No, other than that, I just speak a little bit of Spanish and and English.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But yeah, English people are notorious for just uh, not really being good at other languages.
0: You don't have to spend hours of your life learning another language. You can just draw.
1: <laughs> That's true, yeah. It <laughs> speaks it's speaks any Please language. Please,
0: acknowledge you Yeah, you're lucky. You're really, really lucky.
1: <laughs> and thought of that, yeah. Well, in fact... That is kind of why I make... Uh, it's one of the reasons why I, my films are silent. Like, I don't have um, dialogue in the films.
0: Yeah, I found that. I liked it.
1: It's a real problem when you submit to a film festival that you have to subtitle them if the, if mm-hmm. if it's an international film festival. But I, I don't need to, because I'll just say there's no dialogue in it. Like, anyone can understand yeah. it. You could watch it on an aeroplane with with no sound plugged in and you would understand the story so that i kind of miss out the whole problem of language altogether in them
0: i i think that's really really smart and really great actually i'm thinking of a similar trick myself of doing uh, musical videos
1: um a point you made on i think it, yeah i think it was one of your first videos where you you've said in that video, I think that for a long time, you wanted to work in the anime industry as, a, as an animator, and then you kind of changed your mind. Um, mm-hmm. that, now, I might be wrong there. I might I might not have it exactly as you put it, but you sort of thought, no, I'm not doing that. And I think the reason seems to be that you, you, you just can't, uh, with an entry-level job, it's not sustainable. You can't even pay rent with that amount So could you just explain maybe? Yeah, how you came to that conclusion and uh, Yeah, can you speak more on that?
0: Absolutely, it's a bit uh, sad, but at the same point it's it's good because it meant this was not for me. Mm. Um, when I went to Japan, uh, my idea was that I would work in animation studio for 10 years. They had experience and then, I don't know, like do character design for whatever. Or do my own thing. Something like that. So that's how I came to Japan. I studied the language. I studied in a Japanese language school almost for two years. And then went to the vocational school two years. And then I came to this conclusion, right? So uh, during all this time, something else happened inside me. I started acknowledging more of what I want. I started mm. seeing um, I'm an entrepreneur. Right. I acknowledged to myself that what I want to do. I mean, I fall in love with my comic characters. Mm. Uh, and I saw how I have a goal that could be achieved differently. So that's from one side. So when I actually started in the vocational school, I already knew I want to be an animation director. Mm. It wasn't just about being an animator anymore. It's just like I want this high goal, I want Window the lining uh, my saga to be a movie. I want to do this and to make this happen. What do I need? So that's that's a very important part. We'll mm. get there. And then there's the the reality of uh, the animation industry in Japan that I was getting access to. Right. Um, Basically, there are, I don't know, like 200, 400, I may not get the number right, but a lot of animation companies in Japan, and not all of them create an anime from scratch or from a manga. There are many companies that are just uh, animators or just background artists or just a few of each and so on, So it's like very segmented Mm. and so on. So um, you can imagine that there's like these few big animation companies that hold uh, actually the ips or buy the ip from the manga company or whatever like that they create like the thing from scratch yeah then they of course like ask other companies to like okay, you do my editing you get your animator you have a freelancer so on. there's like these few big ones the small ones can i don't think i can uh, work for them and still get a salary enough to have a life in japan that would be let, let's say if I work for them, maybe I can live like a student for many years right because yeah. this is about speed if you're animating it is about speed like if you have uh each drawing has a price yeah if you give your you take one hour instead of two hours you get more money if you give one you make it in one hour and you send it and they give it back to you because you have mistakes you just lost one hour right. So it's really about the money and you have to show to immigration that you will be able to sustain yourself. It's very easy if you're a Japanese who lives in their parents' house.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you don't need a visa, right? So my options would be more narrowed. I had to go for companies that would uh, hire me as a full-timer, companies that would have a higher rate, let's say, or just endure for a long time this getting speed. Mm. and getting good time, getting very, very good, because then from television you could go to, for example, uh, movies, animated movies. The, yeah. uh, the price per drawing, in that case, is higher. That's also more difficult. Right. So that all would have meant that I would, knowing myself, and this is really, really a, a personal decision, there's other people who has achieved that and they're foreigners and they're even from Europe and so on. So uh, this is really how it worked for me where i filed that okay if my goal is to make this story happen if my goal is to be this type of person i don't want to be in a position where i'm so tired all the time yeah when i'm working for a company that doesn't have my values uh or that i don't know maybe i'm drawing for a company and then i'm a full-timer there and the next uh thing is about uh, a pachinko you know like this sort of um that's quite like, uh not the bingo, um, well, like, game, gaming, addictive game industry.
1: Right. Yeah. You
0: know? Um, so, I would be overworking most likely an unhealthy amount of hours to become good enough to get to the next level. Yeah. Um, and then, how would I change mentally? Because how you treat your body physically changes how you think as well. Absolutely, how would the yeah. person, the people around me think? Like, there's a lot of, there's wonderful people in the animation industry, but there's also a lot of negative talk. Yeah. Uh, there are situations where, oh, actually, I was, uh, we were doing this animation and so on, and they didn't call me anymore, and then what I discovered is that the director um, perished.
1: Oh, really? Because
0: of, because of overwork, because of, like, this is a story a teacher told me. Like, yeah, I was working on that, and then I didn't get paid. Yes, that's, that's the extreme one, but they happen more often than they say it.
1: I, yeah, I mean, those are the, the cases, those extreme ones. They, they actually reach me sometimes, like, I, I sometimes read about them online where, you know, yeah, someone actually dies from overworking, and that's, that's pretty mm-hmm. scary.
0: It is. It is, and it's, it's very sad. So yeah. that's also another motivation for myself to set an example. Yeah, like I tried. I want to make it within it my values, uh, carrying like these five values. That's, those are the ones you see as a as audience, but I have another five values that are internal. All right. And from those values, are one is health, like taking care of our health, mental and physical. I don't yeah. want anyone to. Feel pressure to such degree. I, it will be absolutely challenging uh, because you have to compete with a very black market. But yeah, getting getting back to your question, I saw that going to the animation industry was possible for me. I had the knowledge, I had the contacts. Yeah. But it would take a big risk for me to go there, learn mm-hmm. a lot, most likely from life, from animation, and so on, and then get to my dream. Whereas I could. Go for another job with no overtime or barely overtime, and then dedicate the rest of the time for my own thing, and that's what I picked. I don't regret it, but it it could have been it could have been the other way. I mean, yeah. as long as I know my end goal, I could have been another shortcut.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah, that, that's kind of um, just going back to the health thing. Like that's advice I gave to someone else recently, where they said my health is taking a toll. For because of how much animation I'm doing. And I said, Well, if you extend that by five years down the line, you're gonna be in such bad health that you can't make any animation. And mm-hmm. what who's that gonna help? <laughs> That's not gonna help anyone. So uh, I do I do agree with you that, you know, that health health comes first, really, with those kind of things.
0: Mm hmm Yeah. I mean, you can, you can choose whatever you want. You could choose that. I would risk it. I would do as many animation as I can, and somehow I may survive, I may not, Yeah. or just be blind to it. Uh, in my case, I just did the decision to go to the safe road. Longer, most likely, but safe, in, in my case, and knowing myself. Actually, a story I don't think I shared much is that when I was doing Return the Favor, I was a vegetarian. i just turned vegetarian that year and i do it terribly terribly wrong Mm. i told myself i would learn about uh vegetables and how to cook and everything but i didn't really give myself the time so i would be like going out with people and the only option that you have vegetarian in japan would be a cheese pizza (laughs) and you know how many nutrition that has yeah
1: let's be honest i i also turned vegetarian this year so i'm seeing a lot of similarities in my own (laughs) Like yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so of course you can do a be a vegetarian and be super healthy, but in my case at the end it rang. So I was doing animation, I was having a part time job, I was not nurturing my body. I was living alone. It did take it off the the amount that in the last two months, especially I don't know if it was the last month the last two months, I would become dizzy.
1: Oh really? Watching
0: my own camera moves, I would have to lay down in bed i feel terrible because we were not on time i mean i would be with my team like we were four like we were like five and then have the other four girls uh working at class and i was lying down in a chair because i was dizzy and i tried to get up and they were like lay down (laughs) because i couldn't i would have like puked or something i I couldn't i had to the only way to cure it was to sleep or eat or stop looking at screens. Like, how do you not look at screens when your thesis in two months <laughs> from your first animation, the first thing, like, it, right, was, it was a tricky. big thing. <laughs> yeah. That's really eye opening.
1: Yeah.
0: That's really like, was well, like, I don't want to go through that again.
1: Yeah. And you don't know how many times like that might occur if because uh, yeah. like people think that once you've graduated, like once you've done your thesis, then you get hired. And then it's all easy from there. But Uh, no, it's probably the opposite. Like you get more of those deadlines. And so
0: no, the thing is you build habits. If you're used to work, uh, right before the deadline, if you used to say that, uh, sleep time is not as important as any meeting, these decisions, they will continue like that. Yeah. Right. Then why, why should it change?
1: Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't change. Um, but I'm, I'm really, that's really exciting to hear that that you identify as an entrepreneur. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that is, that is totally what I feel that I am. You know, that's, that seems to be my path that you I'm You
0: absolutely on. are. I've been hearing your post that yeah. you
1: are 100%. <laughs> so yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit. Cause I just love talking about those kind of things, like going your own way and, and choosing, choosing your own path and stuff. So what, like what have you thought of when it comes to like not being reliant on one of these big studios to pay your wage
0: okay something i heard once in a podcast sean west took of them uh is that there's no such thing as stable right mm. like each company has a boss that are taking decisions together with the team or not and that can't go wrong so You better be that boss, maybe, if you have the guts, because something will change, and maybe you will not even have control over it. Yeah. So that's one thing. That's one part of my mindset.
1: With the stability thing, like, I remember from seeing one of your interviews with uh, Mm -hmm. an animator that, like, she she was a very, very experienced animator, had worked on a lot of... Yeah big name shows and stuff. And then she talks about having a month where she hardly had any work and she had to go back to being like an in between or something. And Mm -hmm. you know, like that, if anything is proof that there is no real stability, even the people in the most stable, what you might think of as being really stable, they can get fired, you know, and um, in animation as well, if it's like a movie, well, what do you think is going to happen once the movie is finished?
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: they just keep around yeah. hundreds of people. Uh, they can't. Yeah,
0: but if computers come and now it changes and you have to go digital. Yeah. These things happen. Yeah. Because what you were mentioning also in uh, your podcast about uh, Copa, like rules will change. Yeah. Rules will change and you'll have to adapt to that. There's no such thing. And it's not to scare anyone. It's just to, hey, be awake. Yeah. Be awake because you're an entrepreneur or not needs, there's nothing wrong about being in another company and uh, doing your job in another team. Of course, like if we ourselves are entrepreneurs, we value teamwork. You don't have to be the boss, but do not fall in the trap of thinking that working for someone else is stable. Because yeah. the industry changes, the demand changes, um, your needs change, you need to keep updating yourself, your skills.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's uh, see if there are any other yeah, questions. Sorry, you I were can... asking.
0: Yeah, you were asking me something about uh entrepreneurship, and then I got, I got triggered by the stable word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like you were asking something else, I'm sure. No, I. I <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, no,
1: I just. I. It wasn't really a question. It was like, you want to be an entrepreneur? Let's talk about mm-hmm. entre, entrepreneur stuff. You know, because. Yeah. Uh, some some people i think still see it as being like this the studio option is the only option but like you've got a youtube channel now that has like you know and you started to bring out videos and i'm sure after this podcast a lot of people will well people who listen to this will want to see that (laughs) stuff and so well, I don't know how many people will, but it's...
0: Well, it's up to them. It's up to them. Yeah, up to them. To yeah,
1: I recommend yeah. it, personally. I think I think they're, really, very they're really good yeah. videos. I really, It's a really good resource, I think, for people. Um, and that's actually how I found you, is someone, someone on our Discord group uh, just uh, shared one of your videos in their Discord, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, a uh, really cool interview... Let's just see more on the channel. And then there were loads there. And I was like, ah, oh, this is great. So, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I'm glad. Anyway, that I uh, got off topic there. But, um,
0: whatever you feel, let's talk about what you feel. What do you want to know? Um, if you want to know, they will want to know.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think a question that people inevitably ask, they ask me in every video I've ever made. Uh, is about software so I, I guess i'll just ask you that just to get it out of the way okay like, so what yeah, pens, like, what is your magic words like what softwares <laughs> do you learn in school like what softwares ha- have you learned is like the are the industry softwares that everyone everyone's expected to learn in japan
0: okay this will be bad news so let's <laughs> start with the expectations <laughs> okay <laughs> The software they used at school, is uh, there's some software they use at school that they still use in the animation industry and the teachers were so worried that there's no new versions. So we're not going well. So don't learn the thing I'm telling you now that they're using.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Let's start with this. (laughs) I don't know if you've heard about, I don't even know if I can pronounce it well, like RETAS? R e t a s. -S 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 Yeah. Uh, so we have like this uh, Paint Man, Trace man, and so on. Yeah. Um, we were using those, and as far as I know, or as far as they told me at that moment, they don't have new versions, and they look terrible. It's like painting in clips to the paint, like, in, like okay, painting yeah. in Microsoft Paint from 10 years ago. Like, you know, <laughs> like this gray pixelated square buttons and you have to click like there's no shortcuts in your keyboard. There is no shorter cards in your keyboard. <laughs> animation, fast, efficiency. Oh please okay. So I, I saw my I saw my uh, explosion of feelings. Um, so there's this software. They, there was also another one of Quick Checker. Okay, let's let's go through the process. So maybe it will be easier to understand the way. So first you make your uh, animation drawing in a paper. Mm. Right. Uh, from there, there you have a, a tab like the whole thing where you put the animation in, um, so you can actually. Also, I don't know how to explain this in English. To be honest. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you put the papers uh, below a camera, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in that setting, uh, you take pictures and animate it with a software that's called Quick Checker. I tried to Google it to give you, like, the maker and everything, I couldn't even find it. So we're starting well.
1: That's good, just the name is probably enough.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah, but you cannot even Google Anyway. So this quick <laughs> checker thing, you get this, like, black and white quick, well, you it, it's very literal. You check quickly if your animation works. Right. Right? So you scan, like, take pictures of it, scan, does it work, does it not work? Okay. If it works. And you're happy with it. Then you scan it with a normal scanner. And use TraceMan with from Retas to clean up the drawing to like this pure black and white, and then blue, red, whatever. If you have shadowing lines, yeah. Um, Then you will use PaintMan also for Retas to paint it. That's actually I really like that software. It was it actually gets very quick when you. Get the hang of it. I don't know if it's the quickest ever, because but it's very very simple, yeah, and fast, and it helps. And it, it's really built for animation. You can like see all the like the animation window next to it and everything, so it, it helps. And then from there, that's when you put it into Adobe for the first time. Adobe, it's a. All oh, right, thing that actually, Adobe. Yeah, you <laughs> go to Adobe after FX and you put the animation there and you compose the actual thing. You make it move. You make the effects, wherever you want, and when you have all that, you put it to Premiere. Ah, uh, yes. Also from Adobe. Premiere yeah. Pro, and you put the audio, you put all the things there, and it gets fancy, and you export it, voila. Well, uh, however, however, uh, let's say that in my school, my year was the last year that we did the... Uh, we work uh, more traditionally, they wanted to teach more... Uh, more uh, efficiently <laughs> digitally, right. and they're introducing clips to your paint. That, as you know, it's uh, it has Japanese and also English versions. I yeah. deal with that, and actually, it was <laughs> I. Th- I have the feeling this is my fault. I could be wrong and be very proud, not and so on. Sound very cocky, but I think it's my fault. When I was doing my uh, animation uh, thesis. What I did, and it will sound like a an nightmare, and it was, is that I would do the animation in Clip Studio Paint so I could see easily, like my drafts, that the animation works. I would print that. I would ask my team and to myself, <laughs> the in-betweens, we would scan that and then follow the process I just told you. <laughs> that How <tastes>. stupid that, <laughs> that sound? So, the thing is, well, the class liked my, uh, <laughs> my thesis, how it worked, they learned from me.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Cool. And then from the next year, they were planning, all right, to make the students get their own Macs and so on. And they said, okay, let's go to Clip Studio because it has Japanese and everything. And i like, are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> so, I I don't know, but um, yeah, so. For the ones who want it, clips to paint. I really like it. I think you can get to a very high level. Like at least get the uh, like. See if it works or it doesn't. It's very built for having like, a, you know, like what it would have been built for animation. Then you can even do the background there. It's very cheap compared to Adobe. It yeah, paid that's ones. what I was
1: thinking. It's, it's quite paid an affordable. One, so I think people would be happy to hear that.
0: Yeah. Yes, and you can use it in various computers something like that. So if you have like even a small team, you can just use it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: the two or three of you or like show it like you want to show it to someone else, like, okay, you can download it with my code for this time and then see if it works. And then in the end, you just use, uh, could use like Adobe just for After Effects or something. So
1: That's great. Yeah, I think people will be very happy with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that would be my suggestion is like from my story. <laughs> my bad story, I don't have a happy ending, and it's so far. I'm happy with Clip Studio. paint. I haven't tried the one you're working on with. Like it also looks quite nice from your videos. But, oh right, that's yeah. uh,
1: TV Paint probably. TV Paint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend TV Paint. I think it's. I think you'd probably like it as well once you get the hang of it. I think it's really. It's a really nice software. I may have
0: to. I may have to. We'll <laughs> see. Thank you.
1: So what does your daily routine look like on an average day?
0: I can do both though. I could explain you what's the what did the average day look like when I was studying animation That could be interesting for people Yeah and then explain what I'm doing right now.
1: That would be perfect. Yeah, that would be excellent.
0: So let's say when I was at the second year of animation, what I would do is I was living alone at the time. Uh, quite far from Tokyo, like Harajuku, where the school was. Okay. Uh, so what I would do is, okay, like, uh, wake up, um, animate. That, that direction. <laughs> Just uh, wake up. But some days I would convince myself to get out and run. But most of the case, I would wake up and start directly, directly to the thing. It would be, like, maybe two hours or more of it. And then, depending on the day, uh, school... I was uh, at school and I, uh, sorry, I had school and I also had like part time jobs. So, depending on the day, one was in the morning, the other in the afternoon. Basically, go to school and there would be various classes. That's the thing that you would not suggest, but you say you are doing. It's like, mm. kids don't do that. Um, if I was doing a class of, I don't know, background, I would try to do it as fast as possible, as good as possible, I'll try that the assignment also fit my return the fever animation. Yeah. So to to take as much like I would just start the morning, the day with return the favor and continue doing it Uh, in the train. I would like listen to podcasts or message people, um, contact family, like be social at that moment, Uh, go to school, try to do more return the favor, then have the hours that would actually be for that, talk with my team, see if how they advance or not we had we had some struggles with that like i i had to learn a lot in management i learned a lot in that experience so struggling managing let's say um and then it's something quickly uh most likely i would buy anything i would find in a convenience store Let's mm. be honest <laughs> bring it to the office uh work there just the minimum hours i'm required to like be efficient like Show results, like show that you're committed, you're have integrity, you do what they ask you to do. Yeah. Um, go home and I continue something like binge watching anime, binge eating sort of <laughs> thing. Like, uh, like I, I would be very tired at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I would talk with people, like chat while drawing or watching something. Um, and basically, yeah, I'll go to sleep, but. In between that, anything like would be like do groceries, uh few cooking. As I said, I'm not very proud of that, but I was not nurturing myself very well.
1: All oh, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll
0: say that I'm not happy about that. That's something that when I said that I've been dealing with personal issues this year, it was like I was addressing my health habits.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Honestly, I was. I've been. I've learned how to cook finally. <laughs> 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 I'm fitter than ever and uh, these things, that doesn't sound related, but it's, I believe it will be a foundation for a, uh, for better better art and a better self, but yeah, oh, that I'm was sure. my routine. Yeah. Weekends would be the same, really uh, work for the animation, uh, try to do also, at that point I stopped the comic, but I would still try to be a bit on Instagram, things like that, like I will always have like marketing in my head, I would film the vlogs. Normally I would edit them at night. Yeah. Um, try to like get like okay today I can bring the big camera today I have to bring the suitcase like I would bring like a little suitcase to uh, even through snow. Yeah, like, maybe I think you I saw that with that. the video of you. Like, <laughs> found, like the loads of snow
1: and <laughs> taking the I'm suitcase. like
0: why? <laughs> why do I love animation? Why? <laughs> that's hassle. <laughs>
1: that's 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 difficult. <sighs> yeah. Terrible.
0: <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible it's like it's like this thing that you say kids don't do that please <laughs> um please help yourself
1: as dedication yeah
0: yeah
1: so um, um yeah one one yeah. quick question I'm... you don't have to answer okay. like very much cuz this has been running on for for a while and yeah. you need to rest uh, after this <laughs> i'm sure but um yeah like what uh, what do you see for the future uh, your own personal future where do you think you'll be going like maybe five years from now, uh, what do you think you'll be doing?
0: Okay, so that's a nice one, but I will not answer to the five years. As I said, I'm an entrepreneur, so that means that I will follow the demand. So I don't know what I will be doing exactly. What I know is that I will be following my values, so Mm. I will be creating something that's aligned with my values, be it comic, be, be it animation, most likely animation. Yeah and at some point, we'll see movies. We'll see movies. I don't know <laughs> okay. where I will be living. I don't know in which language. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll be doing the. I hope you don't anymore. have to learn another
1: one. <laughs> yeah. If you have to learn another one, I think your head might explode.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, talk to me in a few months. I'll let you know something. But <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I don't have a five years thing. I do have a, an idea. Like, as you know, I'm doing this campaign uh, for my comic that depending, if there's enough readers that want to back up the story of the comic, then I will be able to spend some more time for it during the next year, otherwise I'll shift directly to animation. And my current business idea is that first I need to remember how to animate, because (laughs) I haven't been animated in a year, so I should do like a sort of portfolio test. I mean, most likely it should be fine should be, but I, I want to be confident before selling my skills that I can do it again. Yeah um, you just got to shake the then, rust off I guess. Yeah <laughs> so I'll most likely do some portfolio piece and then I'll try to go uh, freelance um, like short stories made for music videos like collaborate with, with musicians with like yeah. singles and so on and try to make like a story For them in animated format, that would be something I'd really enjoy because I really can, like, we can be picky with uh, people that align. I don't know how it sounds like you have more experience than myself in this case, but I'm just looking forward to find people align with the mindset and try to offer to them, okay, this is a story that would work. It has this message. Uh, We can create it this style and then go for it.
1: Yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah, that is the the kind of stuff I've been doing. Yeah, like, I like your answer of not knowing the specifics but having that those principles to guide you because really I think that's sensible because a lot of it as is, is outside of our control in in a good way and in a bad way like we can't control if someone comes to us with an offer like we couldn't have seen that coming um mm-hmm. or if if the industry changes in some way it's impossible for us to see into the future and, and know that but if we've got the values uh, we've got certain principles that we want to stick by and we've got certain uh, ways, uh, certain methods of getting things done then we don't need to worry about the future as much because we, we know that we've got some strong things that will see us through those uh, those ups and downs and uh, wherever it takes us, really.
0: Correct, correct. It would come also from the people around us that would support us, the people. that in working we do. Yeah. For example. Um, so I really don't know. I could tell you, like as I told you, like this is my first idea of my first business plan that looks likely, but I've had so many others. So yeah, I yeah I want to do what I say I will do. So in these times I will not. Rush too far.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> All right. Um, well, are you happy with that? Uh, do you have anything more to add, or are you happy to to wrap up there?
0: Um, I do have. There was one question you haven't made, and I really want to make the point.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I know I know many people is thinking about that. If you are, like, that's like my advice. That's something I've been struggling lately. If you are in a day job. Mm. um possibly not related like not related to the art the animation you want to be doing if you're in a day job let's say 40 hours in a week and then you say like i'm doing okay the rest of the time it's for animate what i want um there's a problem there which is that you cannot just go with say like okay this like this many hours in a week and some of them are like in black they don't exist they're your day job they don't matter Right? Like mm. you, f- you have to do it to get the money or whatever. Like maybe you like it, but it- it's like not your main thing. And then you think, with the other hours, I'll do whatever I can. That day job did take your energy. Yeah. Uh, your physical energy and possibly, most likely, emotional because it's not your thing, right? Yeah. So don't forget that and do at rest to the rest of the time. Even if that means doing less animation. Even if that means, uh, I don't know, uh, having to take holidays and you wanted to think, okay, I have these holidays coming, I'll do so much animation. Yes, but also plan some rest so you have yeah. energy to keep going because that's those physical hours exist. Mm. Um, that's how I burnt out trying to do that, trying to plan international marriage, trying to get healthier and rest and at the same time like trying to do comic and stuff you know so yeah
1: it's a lot of it's a lot um, of different things uh, going
0: yeah i i achieved a lot this year but i also burned out so yeah i don't want others to have this situation um everyone has their own choice knows their own life knows their own limitations um and how much they want to risk but i would say don't forget that the daytime job it takes energy it will and you have to Acknowledge that and act upon that if you really want to do animation because as you said yourself if you burn out if you uh, Hate end up hating animation because you cannot do it or if you think that you're not moving forward you get depressed whatever you get sick uh, That's good for no one. Yeah, for absolutely no one so I, I just wanted to make like this point like uh, very hard like Focusing something, okay, one animation, so at least you see that you're moving forward because you just focusing on one thing, so you'll have to move forward eventually. Yeah. And keep it doing constantly, but giving yourself rests, knowing that you're human, and that's fine.
1: Yeah. It's really I, fine. I think uh, the way I see it in my timetable, um, a tired hour is has less value. Like, there's, there's less you can do in a tired hour of work compared to a... A well rested hour of work even that if that means like half of the hour let's say you've got a tired hour and then where you you just start working at the start of the hour and then you've got Mm -hmm. another hour where you you decide you know what I'm gonna rest for half of that hour and then I'll work for the second half of the hour that one might even be better because there are certain things you just can't do when you're tired like in-betweens, mm-hmm. I think you can draw when you're tired. You can yeah. draw in-betweens when you're tired, when you're stressed, you, you can still draw them and they'll yeah. turn out fine. But then other things like writing uh, a, writing a script, writing a story, those kind of things, you, you have to be in the right state of mind. You have to be well rested yes. to do them. Otherwise you yes. just won't get anywhere with it.
0: Yes. That's how I see Same. it. I like here I would Say that, okay, like this week I've been doing so many panels for the comic and this and I want to do more, but I'm tired. I would actually do, as you say, like painting, like uh, flat colors, uh, painting something yeah. i already drafted. I just have to look at the storyboard. And meanwhile, I would like have another screen looking at anime or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I will be really, really slow, but I'll still be productive and have rest because rest is not just sleeping. Let's be honest. Like there's many ways we can recharge ourselves.
1: Yeah yeah we
0: have we have to recharge
1: recharging with like yeah. inspiration and things as well yeah um yeah. and that's Exercise, where like watching whatever. your favorite series comes in i guess
0: mm-hmm exactly getting mm. inspired yeah
1: all right well Ooh. I think, I think we might, <laughs> uh, yeah I think, I think we can call it uh call it that
0: yeah, oh, my gosh all right this it this was longer than I thought
1: <laughs> thank you so much again for taking the time to to give us all of these amazing insights.
0: No, thank you. Like, um, I didn't even realize I had so much information. <laughs> um, I, I really hope it will help people take like more, uh, better decisions knowing all this. Again, this is my opinion, my perspective, but it could give, it could help. Yeah. I'm guessing, and they can always reach me. I know, I don't know everything, but feel free to reach me out. If I'm in social media or something.
1: Check out her YouTube channel, it's great. Uh, Mar Thank Expositor. You. you can either search it in, or or I'll definitely link it in the description of this, so you can just click through to it, subscribe and uh, follow her progress and um, badger her with any questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, just come annoy me. Yeah, I'll tell you if you're. I'll I'll most likely tell you if you're too annoying. But I got <laughs> it. Just come to me. Oh,
1: most of them it's are fine. really really nice and people I'm who online. watch my videos. I think. <laughs>
0: Oh, they're lovely. I, I went to your <laughs> Discord and I haven't interacted yet, but I mean, you know, like stalking a bit. I like these people. They're so nice and it's helpful. Get, yeah. to, get to Howard's Discord. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, Many join resources. in. Get in, get in. <laughs> I will say something someday too.
1: <laughs> Have <laughs> a
0: nice day. Bye, Bye, everyone. <laughs> you love
1: you